This is the biggest mistake people make when trying to get flexible. That is the honest to God truth. I have been working on flexibility now for about five years properly and knowing what we're gonna talk about today made the biggest difference. Flexibility is much more about learning about the central nervous system than you would think we're gonna talk about that today. What's up everyone? In case we haven't met, my name is Yanni Bormeister. Across the table from me is my brother Rad. Behind the mixing board is Richard. Together we are Unity Gym and the UMS. Now, we pride ourselves in taking driven people and turning them into athletes. And if you would like to know some of the key elements or the secrets, the biggest lessons we've learned over uh, and a culmination of about 50 years of our coaching and training practice ourselves, you can download any of the blueprints for strength, flexibility, and nutrition available in the description of this video if you're watching the replay on YouTube or if you're listening on the podcast, or you can go straight to our website, unitygym.com. What's up, Rad? Not much, man. Just uh, I'm actually just wigging out at how good the quality of our stream is. Richard's, um, <laughs> Richard's changed the setting on the camera recently, and it looks so much better. And you know what I think? I reckon tomorrow we have another crack at 60 frames per second. Yeah. And we'll see if that works. Because yeah. um, this is all, all new for us guys and Richard and me went and filmed some video in 4K um, for our gym and man it looks good and now the stream looks so much better. Whatever setting Richard's flicked on that camera it just looks so good. Yeah. So uh, well done Richie. And um, yeah look I'm, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm excited yeah. about this topic. This is, uh, um, this is, you know, Yanni and I both bring two halves to the UMS. Yanni, Yanni is the guy that um, was the inspiration for all the strength training that we do, and I'm the guy that was the inspiration for the flexibility training. So this is really my jam, uh, and we're getting deeper into this stuff today. Today we're talking about end range strength, which is all about strengthening your muscles, strengthening them in their end range, which is really talking about when they're at their most shortened point. Yep. Um, so an example would be if you stretch your hamstrings down to t like you reach down to touch your toes and your hamstrings are at their length, the hip flexors are shortened and then you strengthen them in that shortened range, yep. which is much less about making the muscle body thicker. It's not like about hypertrophying the muscle. It's about training the central nervous system to still be able to create a muscle contraction when the muscle's already at its most shortened position. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I want to start, I want to rewind a bit. And um, first of all, big shout out to everyone listening on the podcast who uh, can't see the amazing video quality that we're streaming in. We do stream these live to our UMS Movement Mastermind uh, private Facebook group. It is free for everybody to jump over there and join. Uh, and we... Uh, we pride ourselves in keeping that group very much specific to UMS coaching, and uh, we've we've had to um, in, in upgrade the rules recently because we just don't want that group to get out of hand and turn into just a place where people share trash. Do you want me to uh, share the new rule? Yeah, why not? So we've got a ninth <laughs> rule now. It's called stay on topic. Only post content specific to the Unify Movement System UMS. This group is for coaching specific to the UMS. Do not post anything off topic. And the reason why we're doing this is we've started to have people start posting memes and, you know, videos of, uh, of, Which of other... Which is all fun. It's all in good jest. But that's what Facebook news feeds for. That's the point. That's, that's, yeah. what, that's what your friends are for. That's yeah. not what a group that you choose to join to come and specifically learn about something is for. And we, we were speaking about some other groups that are out there that started off really, really good and they had no 
moderation on this and they've just turned to crap and people are leaving them because there's just so much I've, noise. I've left a couple of groups that I was really into. Wim Hof one is uh, is one. You know, the movement, um, Edo Portal's movement um, culture, culture yeah. group was fantastic when it first started. Yep. Uh, and it just got out of hand and yep. it, and you just, it, there's just no value there anymore. Yep. You know, yeah. it's and, like... And Blake, Blakely's not. Like, I... I remember that my first point that made me start thinking about whether I'm going to enforce this or not was when people started sharing videos of, of people like Andre Bondarenko uh, and some of the absolute best movers in the world showing, going, wow, look at this, how amazing is this? And yeah, it is amazing. It is, but it just washes out the feed. Mm. And then the people that need help that are asking questions that we need to see, you've got to scroll through all these memes and all these videos of people doing literally the best of the best that a human being will ever achieve that yeah. yeah it's not helping anyone it's not yeah. um so yeah we're going to be very very strict on that so be very clear if you're listening to this and you're part of this group uh if you post anything that's off topic for the ums the post will be deleted if you do it again you'll be banned and if you post anything that promotes anyone else's programs or anything like that you'll be banned straight away and that is the main reason why we're doing that is because it is confusing enough for people to understand what they need to do when they're only thinking about the UMS. We've got yeah. programs for handstands, for muscle-ups, for press to handstands, for the splits, for, for shoulder condition. Like people are like, oh my God, where do I start? If you start throwing in other people's beliefs around the way to train, Oh, yeah, man, it, it just gets just, it convolutes the, the, the message and the journey. Yeah. And we got a couple of moderators that are doing a fantastic job uh, uh, trying to keep up with all of this stuff and bringing to the attention that the, the posts and the questions that that Rad Richard and myself need to chime in on and and, and assist people on. And, and when it gets convoluted with other stuff, um, it's just it's just too hard for them to moderate. Yep. Uh, anyway, back on topic. So. Uh, you know, very quickly, if you are on the podcast or uh, watching the replay on YouTube, you've got to get yourself over to the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. It's where we interact. It's where you get to catch these live recordings. And uh, uh, it's just a great and, and resource. And it's where we ban people for putting <laughs> crap doing up. the wrong thing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, now... The, the concept of flexibility training is something that a lot of people get really mistaken and, um, it, you know, it's not about, uh, the mistake is that people, that there's a notion and it makes sense that flexibility is about lengthening muscle. And, you know, in, in essence, uh, I like to think of flexibility as improving a joint's range of movement. So, you know, if you, if you can't squat ass to grass, getting more flexible will allow you, enable you to squat ass to grass. Uh, when we compartmentalize it as just lengthening the body of muscle, then you, you don't think about the function of what that's going to do. Um, and the big mistake people make is that they, that they just stop at lengthening a, a, a muscle body and think that that's going to give them an increased range of movement. So, um, strengthening, we uh, certainly did, didn't yeah, hundred percent lengthening the, the, to give you a bit more context or a good example, you know, if you can't squat ass to grass, then lengthening your calves and lengthening your hamstrings is going to give you an ass to grass squat. Um, but unfortunately it doesn't work that way because the body needs to know that it's going to be safe in that new range of movement. So lengthening the calves and hamstrings alone won't give you an ass to grass squat. Combining those stretches with practicing ass to grass squatting will. And the reason is because the squat itself is going to help build end range strength in the squat movement pattern. So. And this is really, really important because this is why 
I meet, uh, and, and I'm sure Rad uh, will agree, we meet uh, people who've done martial arts or yoga, uh, things that I, the reason why I choose these, I'm not picking on martial arts or yoga, uh, but they're just the, the first things that come to mind that people practice flexibility a lot, you know, and if they're not a really good practice, uh, if they, if they haven't been coached really well, they, the, their practice doesn't transition or transfer over to if they want to then do an ass to grass squat or if they want to do a high kick or something like that, you know, and, uh, and then, and, and these poor people practice for years and years and sometimes decades and never achieve what they're trying to achieve, yeah. which is really, really, um, functional flexibility, yeah. you yeah. know, and it can be achieved in, in a matter of years, like a couple, like a, like one to two years. We from see, most people. I've yeah. seen incredible transformations in our gym now in 12 months, yeah. people who come in who are stiff as a, a, a breadboard yep. and have back pain as a result and, and have had sustained multiple injuries as a result of their lack of flexibility or compromised flexibility. And within 12 months, I, se- I, b- I bump into them a- a- at the end of a workout, almost doing the middle splits yeah, yeah it's phenomenal and then you compare that to people that we've got in in this in the ums movement mastermind who are asking for help who have been doing taekwondo for 20 years and they say i still can't do a good sidekick and taekwondo is a is a martial art that is specific to kicking it yeah. is all about kicking like that's really sad that you did that martial art for so long and you weren't able to get a good level of flexibility and it was the same for me with kung fu Kung Fu, uh, Wushu, which is what I did, um, requires a high level of flexibility. And I got more, I got some specific flexibility in a couple of specific movements from doing it. And my teacher was very, very flexible. And the stretches that he taught me when I look back on it were effective. And we did do end range strength in Kung Fu. It was all specific to um, uh, kicking and stuff. But you know, we did, you've seen me do all those exercises, but like that is considered end range strength stuff. But there just wasn't a process that was taught. Like, you know, you know, it's amazing. I've been looking at the classes now and the, and the way that everybody stays back at the end of class and does that mobility cool down because there's a video of me leading it on. Yeah. And I didn't even think of that when I put it up. Some of the guys said, hey, Rad, can you put that video up on the screen for us? And I did it. And, you know, a couple of weeks in and I'm looking at everybody doing it every day and I'm like, oh my God, you guys are going to get seriously flexible now just because there's a process that's leading you through something. So, you know, having a coach, like a video coach, man, it's powerful, you know, to be able to just put something on and go, yeah, I'm doing this. Systemization, people buck systemization. I know Ido Portal does, he hates it, but it's important. Yep. It's important because yep. we, we, you know, we need the, those processes in place to help with our daily practice, to build routine. Humans are ritualistic by nature. You know, we, we, most humans operate on rituals and routines. Yeah. You know? I don't know that, I, I just want to make a disclaimer. I don't know that he bucks systemization. I know what you're saying. I've, I've heard the quote where he rags on people saying, it's a, I've got a complete system. What I do is a system. And okay, what, what yeah. he talks about is that there is no such thing as a complete system. It's, it's impossible to, and, and from Ido's perspective, I really, I really relate to that. I understand what he talks about. There are many, many different aspects of what a movement practice should include at his level and for the people people that he's coaching. But he also does say, I have a system for getting people to here. There's a process that we use. Yeah, right. Um, so okay. I just want to make sure that that becomes yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, w- you know, what we're really trying to um, to drive home, and we talk about this, this is a this is a, 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 a song that we play regularly uh, at Unity Gym, is that flexibility, to gain flexibility, it is about 
r removing the brain's inhibitors. O over a lifetime, if you don't move a joint through its full range of movement, you lose the ability to move that joint through its full range of movement. If you don't move it, you lose it. Everyone's heard the, um, the saying before. And that can't be more true when stated around flexibility. Uh, it, and the reason is because of vulnerability, because of the risk of injury, because of a lack of strength. And if you want to be more specific to that, because of a lack of end range strength. Like anything, if you don't, your, your joints are the most vo uh, vulnerable or the weakest. The muscles are the weakest at their fully extended position or their fully contracted position. The mid-ranges are where most of the strength lies. And that's generally the area that we maintain the most of our strength. But we very, very quickly lose our strength at the end ranges if we don't practice developing strength at the end ranges. And that's a very common thing that we do just because of the way society works. We get put in a chair at a certain age when we're children, and then we no longer play with toys on the ground, so we're not squatting on the floor. So we're no longer using that end range of movement there, you know? And then if you throw into the mix, you know, martial arts and things like that, that we haven't done growing up as children, then there is a very high probability that we've never developed end range strength in the movements that we're trying to practice or trying to perfect or trying to master. And so then we go, okay, well, I want to get better at a high kick or a roundhouse kick or whatever it is, or uh, a, a back bridge or something. And we think, okay, what do I need to stretch to get me there? But we don't think, well, how do I build end range strength to develop that position, to, to, mm -hmm. to um, experience that position properly, you know? And that's the biggest mistake people make. They don't understand that you cannot just stretch the muscle body and expect then to be able to dive into that position when you need it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was the biggest breakthrough for me when I was just stretching, 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 and I hit this glass ceiling that I couldn't get past. And then I started to learn about end range strength and loaded flexibility, all the things that are in the Mobility Masterclass that make it different from the other flexibility programs that we've got. And that was the biggest breakthrough. The yeah. Biggest breakthrough. Just when, like, everything changed over the next couple of months. Despite six months before that, six months of really working hard, like stretching every day, a dedicated stretching session, not like what we do now where we do a one-for-one -one stretch and strength. That was back when I was doing a dedicated stretching session for over an hour a day. Uh, and I just hit a point where I could not get past it. And, and despite six months of my best effort doing that five or six days a week, I didn't get better. Then I started to learn about loaded uh, stretching and end range strength and boom. Boom, yeah, it just it takes off. And yeah. I remember, I mean, my, my um, uh, entry into martial arts was doing like judo and karate when I was six years old. But then when I started to take it really seriously, I started doing Muay Thai kickboxing. And I, trained kickboxing with two different teachers. Uh, the first one, uh, Rick Kulu, I don't remember ever doing any stretching. Yep. Uh, the second one I went to, the only stretching we did was to, uh, this is no, no bull crap, you know. We stood against a wall with a partner roughly the same height as us. That partner squat down, we put our foot on their shoulder and the person tried to stand up and you just had your hamstring yeah. torn apart. Yeah. And there was this so notion that the more pain there. you could handle, the quicker you would get yeah. flexible, you know, which is so wrong on so many levels. Now that I know the physiological pathway to getting flexible, mm -hmm. pain is an inhibitor that is a signal, an important signal to the brain that's gonna tell the brain to stop 
the body from allowing that flexibility. And the more you switch that inhibitor on, the less flexible you get. The more, you know? the, the, more the nervous system says, oh, this is bad, I'm not going to do it. That's right. And so it makes perfect sense that after four years of doing that kickboxing routine, I didn't get any more flexible. It was yep absolutely pathetic you know yeah. and if anything i think it probably stifled my flexibility it probably made it worse yeah yeah absolutely for sure yeah it's <clears throat> it's probably the most common mistake that we see and you know the real the real to get really flexible it's for what for what we've seen you know it's funny as well because every now and then we get somebody on youtube some keyboard warrior that rags on what we're teaching and says, this is rubbish, you, you've just got to stretch every day and you know hold it for however long and do this many sets where you hold it for 60 seconds or however long. And then you dig a little bit deeper and you say, well, how would you know that? And they say, I've been flexible for 40 years. You know, I got flexible as a kid and that's what we did. And you're like, well, good for you, mate. Yeah. Good for you. Like my son hasn't stretched in his life and he can do the splits. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, this is, and, this is, and I'm going to coin this phrase because I, I, I haven't heard anyone else say it. You're already flexible. You just need to remember again. Yeah, that's exactly you know, right. But you, even you're as You're born a, flexible. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but what works for, don't anybody ever say, don't anybody ever tell us what how you get flexible because this is what you learned as a kid. It does not work the same way for adults. It's totally different. For a kid, you can literally just pull them into the position and allow them to sit there for a little bit and within a few months, they'll be doing the splits. Yeah. You know? That's well, what for a kid, you, and this is the best way to look at it, for, as a child, as a youth, as, as an adolescent growing up, you're creating the inhibitors. Yeah. As an adult, you're learning to break them down. Yeah, that's right. You know, they're two very, very different things. Uh, you are not, you're not born restricted or inhibited. You know, I, like last night I wrestled with my two and a half year old son on the bed and we were playing this game, which he just loves, where he stands up on our king bed and I sweep his feet out from under him and he falls over. And, you know, it, it escalates and escalates and escalates. And then one of the times uh, I swept his legs with my leg. I'm doing it very slowly, but it's still looked like it bent his knee in the most awkward position. Like I was like, oh my God, I've just destroyed my son's knee, you know? And he just got up and laughed and kept going. Like nothing happened. If that happened to an adult, you'd be in all sorts, you well, know? I don't know the age that this even happens at, um, but I remember, um, you know, being taught when we were studying one of the many, many courses that we've done that kids bones actually bend up to about 30 degrees um they haven't yeah. set in stone yet until like as an adult's bone there's there's no giving it really it's like it, if it bends 10 degrees yeah. or something yeah. it'll break it'll fracture um but yeah it's like so kids are just totally different you can't compare it but um we do have to wrap this up yanni we've got a really important call that we're meant to um, oh yeah that we're meant to be on that we're now five minutes late so Listen, the, the, the key take home from today's show, and we're going to go deeper into this tomorrow, <clears throat> and if you didn't know already, um, by popular demand, we've had a lot of people ask for it, we are going to be putting the Mobility Masterclass um, on sale tomorrow. It is the flagship flexibility program that we have if you want to develop those flexibility standards, if you want to get the pancake, the middle splits, the front splits, the back bridge, um, increased shoulder flexibility, end range strength. It's the only program that we have that teaches end range strength. Um, 
and it is phenomenal. It talks about all this stuff. So if you really want to take your flexibility to the next level, if you want to uh, learn about end range strength and learn about how to incorporate it into your programs, um, then grab the Mobility Masterclass tomorrow and for the next three days. Yeah, absolutely. And we are tomorrow going to bring this series in for a landing, talking about how... um the lack of end range strength applies to injury risk when you're stretching and yeah. what actually happens when you stretch a lot and you fail to develop end range strength and then you ask your body to, to take you into those ranges in athletic performance. Yep. How that applies to fragility, how that applies to an, a massive, massive increase in injury risk. We're going to have Phil, our physio, on tomorrow to talk about this. Very quickly, shout out to Andy Lawson. Great to see you on the live stream again, brother. Ruth, uh, I don't know uh, peripheral visual, visual system. Um, I don't know much about it, but we, maybe we can talk about it a bit with Phil tomorrow. He may. Um, guys, yeah, we have to jump off a little early today because we do have a call to someone in the US straight after this. And well, seven minutes ago. Seven minutes ago. It. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's about um, the rebuild of our online uh, uh, training uh, platform where we host all of our courses and things like that. So it's, uh, it's for the betterment of everybody uh, that we get on that call uh, with the guys that are designing that site. So we're going to wrap this one up. Um, uh, a bit quicker than usual, and we're going to be back on tomorrow for a massive monster of a show with Phil uh, talking about how all this stuff ties together and how it uh, applies to, you know, performance and injury risk and all of those things that you really need to know if you're on the path of developing uh, flexibility, especially functional flexibility that you can use in everyday life, not just uh, to drop into something when you're really nice and warm, you know? Yeah, that's it. Cool. That's it. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. See you soon. There's about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.